time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 117, Relax to the Core, Five Levels to Remain Calm. You know, there are times when you're tired and you just don't have enough space or the proper situation in which you could take a nap or do some shut-eye, as they say. And during those moments, you might wonder whether taking a quick rest, just closing your eyes, putting your feet up, and even clearing your mind for a couple of minutes would be beneficial. And the answer is yes. These moments are a time where it would really be beneficial to be able to relax. In today's episode, I'd like to discuss the benefits of systematic relaxation, three factors to get the best results, and the five levels of relaxation. You know, sometimes relaxation, it's referred to really as a quiet wakefulness or resting with your eyes closed. All can calm your mind and give at least some of our neurons a break for a while, you know, since you're not actively thinking or concentrating on something. But relaxation also reduces stress, improves our mood, as well as increases alertness, mental clarity, creativity, and motivation. All of these changes can enhance our productivity and our quality of life. You know, and when we enter those deeper stages of relaxation, we get a substantial cognitive boost and helps our cells repair or actually regenerate themselves. So we get the physiological benefits of relaxation. The whole idea is to be able to bring your whole being into a relaxed state. And no one would argue that the body and mind need to rest. I mean, think of taking a rest as giving yourself a break or a time out from the hectic pace or the pressure of daily life. Even if you're not working in your home, it's everything is fast paced even around us. You know, resting doesn't even have to be done lying down. You know, although lying down on your back provides the most restful position, it doesn't necessarily have to be done that way. You know, because there are times when the ability to lay down is not available. So in that case, you need to do it while you're seated or focusing on your breath as it moves through your body. And that's what we teach in our meditation trainings also. You know, the important thing is to give your body and mind a chance to recover and recharge before you drain your energy reserves. You know, how many times have you heard someone say, just relax? And I'd say probably many times. You know, but most people don't know how to relax. Relaxation requires that it be systematic with stability and comfort in mind. You know, stability and comfort give flexibility, strength, and energy to the mind field. You know, since establishing and maintaining this requires some knowledge of how the body operates, it's really best to learn from someone who understands the underlying neurological principles of relaxation so that it has an effect that will be lasting and sustainable. So how do we get the best results? Well, you know, there are a few things that need to be in place in order to get the best results when we're talking about relaxation. And the first is a stable and comfortable body. You know, if the body is comfortable, then it's easier to relax. And when I say comfortable, I don't mean without attention because then you fall asleep. 
falling asleep, by the way, is not relaxation. Keep that in mind. You know, you create stability and comfort by finding the proper place. You know, let's say a chair. You can use a cushion behind your back so that you don't slump, a folded blanket or cushion under your feet, and even a support pillow behind your neck. And these types of props, which we use in our classes, help keep the body stable and comfortable. And that's the key requirement for relaxation. You know, you don't want to be put in a place where there's a draft or a noise or a lot of foot traffic. These are just some ideas that I'm giving you. And so you do need to have a stable and comfortable body. So if you're uncomfortable in your seat, don't expect relaxation to be easy for you. The next is what we, the next point of what we need is really a balanced breath. You know, establishing a breathing pattern that's smooth, even with little to no pause is necessary to bring the nervous system under conscious control. Not even, I want to say ideal, but it's necessary. It won't happen if you don't have that under control. And in that case, we need to learn to breathe diaphragmatically. This is essential to eliciting relaxation. You know, you might say, why? Well, because your nervous system is wired to how you breathe. If your breath is not smooth and without pause, then your relaxation will not be smooth and flowing. The breath is the direct line of communication with your brain. So the way you breathe affects your entire body, mind, and nervous system. And there are no shortcuts, by the way, to this step. So diaphragmatic breathing is one of the core components. So I said stability and comfort of the body. Then we need to establish diaphragmatic breathing, which also helps with stability and comfort. And then to relax, we need to incorporate a systematic process. You want a process that you can repeat each time you relax. In other words, one day you use one method and the next day you'll use another. It's not useful. You want to practice one method and get proficient at it before you switch and start including other practices. Because you have to keep in mind that relaxation is a learned response. So the process must be repeatable and systematic. In other words, we want to start and end our practice the same way each day. In our systematic relaxation practices, we start at the head and work our way to the toes and then back up to the head, making it a complete circuit. You know, although I am partial to systematic practice because of its complete benefits, you know, you can choose something that resonates with you. The key is to just take action and establish a habit of relaxation, you know, whether it be five or 10 minutes, once or twice a day. So you want to keep in mind that there are three components to a relaxed being and a, re a way to set ourselves up for this systematic practice. A stable and comfortable body, a balanced breath when we incorporate diaphragmatic breathing, and then a systematic practice. Now, there are five levels when I say in the title here, I had said relax to the core. Well, there are five levels of relaxation and the core is your whole spiritual relaxation. But the first is physical relaxation for the body. Then there's nervous relaxation for our central and peripheral nervous system. There's emotional relaxation to bring stability to our moods. Then there's mental relaxation to work with building resilience and then spiritual relaxation to know our purpose in life. And one of our questions came in, or shall I say comments, someone wanted me to talk about this, so I'm going to add it to this podcast episode for you. So when any of these levels, we have five levels, are out of balance, we experience a mind hijack and become out of balance, literally. 
when we learn to focus our awareness, a sequence uh, to focus our energy of our mind, you know, as a sequence, we're able to access the experience and experience all these five levels that I just mentioned. And we'll discuss them and how to do the practice uh, one by one. And keep in mind that relaxation is a state of being free from tension and anxiety. Some say that we just need to loosen up, unwind a bit and let go. But if we look at how a scientist would define relaxation, we'd find something of the nature to restore our system to equilibrium. And I always prefer the scientific definition, even in yoga science as a yoga scientist, because it's in line with the healing force. And that is to bring our system back into balance or homeostasis. So relaxation is a learned response and it must be done systematically to reap its full benefits. And when we enter that deeper stage or those deeper stages, we get a real cognitive boost, as I mentioned to you before. So let's move on to the five levels of relaxation and their practices are, let's go to number one, physical relaxation for the body. That's relaxing the physical body itself. And we do that, we can do it either in a seated position, but preferably in a relaxed position laying down. And that promotes balance to the nervous system, calms the mind, produces emotional stability, managed. We manage it with exercise and stretching, but then after we do that, then we can lie down in a corpse pose, as we call it, and do a systematic relaxation. And this is the most known to everyone, and it happens when we let go of body tension. So a great way to release this physical tension is to exercise with stretching. Yoga is a great way to release physical tension. And that's why after every yoga or asana class, we lie down and we do a relaxation practice. So we want to do the prior to that, and that's with some yoga and stretching. And that helps to really remove anything and loosen up anything that we may be holding in the body itself. The next is nervous system relaxation for our central and peripheral nervous system. And you know, this is a bit more complex and it relies on our ability to breathe diaphragmatically because when we use our diaphragm muscle to breathe rather than our chest muscles, we regulate the fight and flight response. It balances our inner organs. It regulates our heart rate, our blood pressure, even our gastrointestinal motility and our overall vital energy. So it's very important to know how do we do relaxation for our nervous system? Well, just learning diaphragmatic breathing is the key here. Then we have emotional relaxation. And I always ask people, do you consider yourself overly emotional? Because emotional relaxation will bring stability to our moods. And it's managed by being aware of our desires. Where do these desires come from? Our desire to attain things, our desire to not be hurt, our desire to be happy, our desire to be wealthy, whatever these desires are, create emotional instability. So we have to look at those desires because when we get what we want, we tend to be happy, right? And when we don't get what we want, we have a negative emotion. So we can manage these emotions by paying attention to the source of all our desires. We could start watching our feelings, our negative feelings, our positive feelings by journaling. We can do self-talk. We could find the root cause of whatever our desire is. We can work with the physical body through yoga asana because the mind and body are one. And 
I've done decades and decades of working with the body. For example, if we work in the sacral region or in the Hara, which we do in Feeling Good Matters, Resilience Training, and the new book that's coming, when we really work in that area, boy, we could see a lot of emotions when we start releasing the tightness, emotions, emotions do come up and bubble up out of that and it causes some feelings to happen. And we can work with that through uh, paying attention to our breath and working through it with postures also. Then we have mental relaxation to work with building resilience because a tense mind is one that's disturbed, distracted, and stupefied. And that's natural, disturbed, distracted, and stupefied. So we need to learn to manage our thoughts to collect and contain the energy of our mind. And to overcome these conditions of a tense mind, we use the practice of mindfulness and meditation. Because when we learn to direct and focus the energy of our mind and the awareness, it allows our mind to become relaxed, clear, tranquil, and one-pointed. And these are the three qualities that a person who is what I call is established in their own being. They're just totally confident, they don't need as much sleep because their mind's not racing around. Their mind is clear, tranquil, and one-pointed. And that's when we have mental relaxation. And the last is spiritual relaxation. And the way we look at this is we say, do you know your purpose in life? I know many people say they know their purpose in life, but if we really know our purpose in life, there's not many things that get in the way of our joy. Because when we know our purpose in life, you also experience spiritual relaxation. You're totally established in your being and you're able to take action on what you set out to do. Seeing yourself with a purpose in life allows you to connect to your core of your own being. And then no matter what obstacle, as I said, comes into your path, you have the resilience to move on without much difficulty. So spiritual relaxation is managed with meditation and it should be learned with a systematic method to give you the sustainable results that you need. So what is the outcome of re relaxing into our being as I keep talking about on all these five levels, as I mentioned, the physical level, the nervous system, the emotional level, the mental relaxation level, as well as the spiritual level? Well, how do we know? What's the outcome of being relaxed on all those levels? Well, we come to accept what is. We just allow things to come and we just accept it as what is, not try to control change. We don't really give much thought to it except this is what is in front of me now and this is what I'm going to digest. We're tolerant of ourselves as well as others. So there's less judgment. And we understand that everybody's trying their best and doing their best. We have a lot of creativity. Our mind is free to create and, and write and read and music, art. It just creates. It creates the things that we want to create for our own life. We also have intuition and clarity when we're totally relaxed. And we have, of course, resilience and endurance for the day-to-day -day happenings. And as I said, with all of that, we have joy while living in the moment. Remember I say to remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment. But in this episode, I talked about being calm, meaning relaxed also. But that happens when living in the moment. And we also have positive thoughts. When we're relaxed, our thoughts are positive. And I'd like to add just one more to this list. When we're relaxed, we step right into meditation. And that's really a key. It takes us right into meditation. Relaxation is the door to meditation. So I'd like to thank our community, uh, 
to bring this up as a topic because it was very, very important that maybe others would want to hear. And we have to keep in mind, though, that when any of these levels are out of balance, we experience a mind hijack and really get totally out of balance. So when we learn to focus our awareness and contain the energy of our mind, we're able to access and experience all five levels, and it's much easier to really navigate life itself. And as always, I always say, do your research, practice, and really look at the five levels of relaxation. If you know someone who may need to know about this topic, please send them our way, sending a link. And that brings us to the end of this episode. The Susan Taylor Podcast does come out every week and is available on SusanTaylor.org, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and other podcast platforms. And also, join me for behind-the-scenes commentary and Q&A for this episode on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.